Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Today, we've got a topic from Michael, which is getting talked back into working. Now, Michael, I think I know exactly what you're talking about here, but please elaborate. Yeah, so I uh, just had a thought because I have some clients that have retired recently and, and actually two sets of couples that have retired recently and they've both been talked back into working. <laughs> it's, it's a bit uh, like, so, what's what's that mafia you know, the thing? Just when I get out, they pull, yeah, they me, pull back me back in. in. Yeah. <laughs> just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Um, so, so basically, uh, some would see this as a negative perhaps, but I wanted to talk about it from a positive financial spin. Absolutely. And, um, and, 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 uh, yeah, basically talk our way through sort of how you would actually use that to your advantage. Yeah. So, first of all, I'd like to say g'day to Andy and Greta. So, <laughs> these are my clients, yeah. uh, one member of the couple, uh, sorry, one couple yeah. that has been talked back into working after retiring. Yeah. They're currently in uh, the West Coast, uh, sorry, the, uh, they're currently in the West Coast of South America. Yeah. Uh, they're on this massive big ship called Dockwise. Now, what Dockwise does is it actually transports other ships, believe yeah. it or not. So, this this big ship sinks for a, a minute or two or an hour or two. <laughs> However long it takes. These other super yachts drive onto this yeah. to this ship yeah. or basically float onto this ship yeah. and then the water's pumped out and um, and they're chocked up uh, yeah. on, on effectively dry land. So, yeah. my client's... Andy and Greta are former professional sailors. Yeah. And uh, so uh, Captain Baker, <laughs> uh, Captain Andy, um, and and Greta, uh, she was the chief steward. So they work on, on various different super yachts around the world. They've retired and bought their own beautiful catamaran that they live on and sail around, but they've been talked back into working yeah. part-time. So yeah. so uh, essentially what they need to – what they have to do is deliver this yacht – from Australia to to the west coast of America, it's, for it's, it to be sold, and uh, so um, most of this most of this is sitting sitting back on this super yacht that's on a ship called Dockwise uh, with these other super yachts. Uh, they're just about to go through the Panama Canal, so they've gone all the way from Australia to the west coast of South America. Um, through the Panama can- Canal, up through uh, the, I think it's the Bahamas and the and the West Indies, and uh, they'll end up in in uh, Florida, yeah. where they'll deliver this they'll, they'll this dockwise ship will sink again for let, an hour or two, and they, all these like super it. super yachts will dry, uh, will float off, and they'll deliver this yacht. And they'll they'll sell. So. Um, what got me to thinking about this? So these these clients had retired. Um, uh, I'd like to talk about the benefits of actually getting back into work after retiring. Yeah, and and how you might structure things. So, yeah. how, how, but, how many benefits have you got there, Michael? Have you got a few? I've got a, I've got I've got quite a few. So, yeah. the I, look the um, 
typically, not always, but typically, uh, someone would be perhaps in their sixties. Yep. So when they when they finish, or in this case, we're talking about retiring first and getting talked back into work. Yeah. First of all, you, t- you attain the age of sixty and you end an employment yep. arrangement. You meet a condition of release of superannuation, uh, which means that you can access your superannuation. Now, the true hidden benefit in this is that you're actually able to move your superannuation from a 15% taxed super fund internally on the rate of return to a 0% taxed superannuation yep. fund. We've actually done a, a full podcast about this, haven't we? I think it Just was recently, something, yeah. something about change employers after age 60 to, yes. to access 0% tax or something like that. So that's that's what you're talking about there. That's a good one to go back and listen to. Yeah. So you have to ta- atta- attain the age of 60 first and an employment arrangement, which yeah. they which they did. Um, yeah. You can then move your superannuation into a, a 0% taxed superannuation income stream or yeah. an account-based pension. Yeah. Um, the, the, the hidden benefit there, look, uh, let's just use an example of $1.7 million. So let's let's assume that, that someone or a couple has $1.7 million of retirement savings. Um, uh, what that moving from 15% tax to 0% tax saves someone uh, on a $1.7 million balance, it's around about $17,000 in tax savings per year. Yeah. So. What we're referring to here, the first level of taxation is the is the internal rate of return or the interest, as people call it. So they yep. think of your fund earning interest, which is the wrong. Yep. It's the wrong. Um, it's the wrong way to think of it. It's the wrong way to think of it. But it is the word that a, people it, use. It's a good way to yeah. think about it. Yeah. So, uh, based on a an eight percent net rate of return. What we find generally, and this is just again a generalization, uh, that it, it correlates to about an extra 1% rate of return you get yep. from moving from 15% tax to 0% tax. So obviously 1% on $1.7 million in this fictitious example yep. is about $17,000 in tax savings yep. per year. So, so um, that's benefit number one. Yep. Uh, secondly, so... Um, a couple, this works fine with single people, but if you look at it from a couple's point of view, it works even better. So, so if you get a couple, a couple can actually earn $25,000 each yep. and uh, they pay, a, so if they, this is the part-time work we're talking yeah, about yeah. now, so they yep. get talked back into part-time work. Yep. And if that part-time work were to average $25,000 each, yeah. $50,000 of, of paid, yeah. uh, they pay a total of $557 of tax each yeah. on $25,000 of, 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 of employment income. Yeah. So I think that's, that's interesting because there's, there's what they call the tax-free threshold, which is mm. the, the, the first bit that you don't earn money. But there's also, this is what you're touching on, there's, there's offsets and little things where on those lower brackets where it's essentially... It's not quite tax free, but it's pretty much it's pretty tax close. Free so, until so yeah, so the, the tax free threshold eighteen thousand two hundred. Yep. Uh, when I last checked, yep. which means that you can you don't pay any tax yep. on any income earned under eighteen thousand two hundred. Yeah. 
Start then, paying tax on income yeah. earned over that. Yeah. However, yeah. when we when we plug the numbers in, you can go up to twenty five thousand dollars of, yeah. of of income and pay pretty much nothing, and pretty much pay nothing. So yeah. five hundred and fifty seven dollars of of income tax. So, so again, a single person can take advantage of that just fine. Yeah, it's just that a couple it, can bring it's such, in. It's such a fifty thousand dollars that you can earn. Fifty thousand dollars. So fifty thousand dollars, twenty five thousand dollars each. Yeah. And um, yeah, five hundred and fifty-seven dollars of tax each. Let's just call that a thousand, a thousand bucks, and round it. Yeah. So uh, a couple can bring in fifty thousand dollars of employment income part time. Yeah. Pay a thousand dollars in tax uh, for forty-nine thousand dollars net income. Yeah. Now, um, second benefit here is that is that uh, obviously if you're bringing in fifty thousand dollars of income. Uh, from from wage income, which mm-hmm. cuts down to only forty nine thousand yeah. dollars after tax, so you yeah. pay that measly one thousand dollars in tax. There's an extra forty nine thousand dollars that you don't need to take from yep. your retirement savings yes. for that particular year. So, again, in this fictitious example, I've assumed that uh, it, uh, the 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 living costs are a bit over eighty thousand dollars a year, yep. or the needs. Um, so, just nice and simply. I've said, okay, if you take forty, if you get forty nine thousand dollars of in the hand income from yep. your fifty thousand dollars, two times twenty five thousand, uh, or twenty five thousand each, less the thousand dollars in tax, um, then you could take thirty five thousand dollars from your retirement savings or your superannuation income stream, yep. and that would give you eighty four thousand dollars of yep. of in the hand income yeah. from from two different sources, really. Yes. Yep. What's $84,000? It's the equivalent of $114,000 of wage income. Yeah. Because someone who earns $114,000 of wage income pays pays $30,000 in tax to leave them with only $84,000. So so it goes a long way. Yes. I mean, we always talk about, uh, I think we're we're all guilty of talking about our wage income. We're on $114,000 of income. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I'm on eighty four thousand dollars. If you, if you after try I've... to not pay that that cut to the ATO, <laughs> see how far you get. You don't get far. So this is a way to to really um, push up to the limits yeah. of where you pay virtually no income tax. Yeah. Uh, the good news is, is that if you do get talked into um, working more than twenty five thousand dollars. The first benefit is so. For example, if you got talked into doing another job, yep. or the job went longer <laughs> than you thought, yep. uh, and in fact you earned fifty thousand dollars each yep. as a as a when you were supposed to yep. be just working part time, yep. you can start to contribute money to superannuation yep. and claim that as a tax deduction to bring your taxable income back to twenty five thousand dollars. So again, in that example. Yep. Uh, assuming no employer contributions, yep. uh, just for simplicity, yep. and these guys don't get that because yep. they're essentially getting paid yep. overseas. As, as contractors, but um, uh, fifty thousand dollars of 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 yeah, twenty five thousand dollars of income has has blown out because the yeah, job's yeah. gone longer, or you've been asked to do yeah, a longer more. period of time. You've been yeah. asked to take on another contract. Yeah. Um. So you're now earning fifty thousand dollars each. Yeah. You're within your rights to put in. 27 up to 27 and a half thousand dollars uh, uh as a concessional contribution Into super, yeah. and effectively bring your taxable income yeah. way back down yeah um so it's it's one of those things that's really really easy to manage um it is, it is interesting that because i often find that people that that's not intuitive to people because when you've been mm. working full-time all your life 
people pay a lot of tax and so when they then retire mm. and get talked back into working and then go yeah this yeah mate's off me a job and i'd really like to do it it'd be you know it'd be it'd, yep. be, it'd be good it'd be you know obviously financially pretty lucrative for not much work but i don't want to pay too much in tax and, no. and I, pretty much the first instinct is to tell people that that pretty much is fine we can we can we can manage we that. can manage that and and so and that i guess puts, puts a good dollar figure on us essentially of that first fifty thousand dollars of income if you earn 25 you basically pay 500 bucks in, in tax you pay mm. nothing the next twenty seven and a half thousand that you earn you can put that into super and pay 15 percent tax so mm. you pretty much can earn over you know just over fifty thousand dollars and pay you know less it, it's about eight percent it's just less than eight percent in in tax yep. across the board so yep. it's sort of i think people's big concern there is i'll get talked back into work and they'll go to work and and all i'm doing is propping up you know is, is that'll be going out to the ato and so it, it's really a, quite a bit that you can earn without without actually paying much in terms of effective tax rate absolutely and th- and that's something we manage on it for our, all of our clients yeah. uh, and we won't go into the detail of how we manage that but um, uh, only to say that we uh, it's our objective yeah. for our clients to legally pay the least amount of tax mm. that they need to every single year and, 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 and we're experts at that. Yeah. So um, here's the second real benefit here. My superannuation or my retirement savings yeah. really starts to compound out. So if I have yeah. this fictitious you know average retirement yep. savings balance of 1.7 million dollars yeah uh, and i look at that assumed eight percent rate of return uh what it's actually earned me for that year is one hundred and thirty-six thousand mm-hmm. dollars. so so um yeah in the exam now um winding back because it's in a superannuation income stream yep. allocated pension uh or an account-based pension uh, as they're all known by yep. Um, no tax on the earnings. Yep. So that's a roughly about a seventeen thousand uh, dollar tax savings. Yep. Uh, no tax on the interest or the earnings or the rate of return. Yep. So I get to keep all of that one hundred and thirty six thousand dollars in my fund before yep. I start to draw an income out. Mm-hmm. Um, I draw out thirty five thousand dollars in this example because that's all I need because I'm earning some yep. other money. Yep. Um, Look, there are minimums that you need to to meet yep. in terms of of you'd actually have to draw more than that yeah, out, and, and then but then you can but then you can actually push that back in, that back in, in yeah. as yep. well, um, uh, subject to meeting the the yep. the, uh, the, 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 the the normal work test requirements. Yep. So, what I'm I'm digressing there a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, however, what I'm really doing in this situation is is I'm I'm taking out and spending and assume $35,000. Yep, out of. And that's tax-free as well. Yeah. So, and now, um, this is the really beautiful thing. Yep. That $35,000 that comes out, let's assume $17,500 uh, each, yep. get its apportioned to yep. um, yeah, the, 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 members, the, of the, the members of the couple. That doesn't show up anywhere on my tax return once no, I'm aged no, over sixty. So, so this is another beautiful thing. It's tax free, mm. but it also doesn't have any bearing on your other taxable income. It doesn't push my twenty five thousand dollars of employment yep. income up into higher tax brackets or anything like that. It yep. just doesn't show up anywhere. So it's yep. really, really, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yep. Um, so uh, I take that thirty five thousand dollars out. It goes together with the fifty thousand dollars that. Um, you know, the couple earn 
they pay a thousand dollars in income tax, virtually nothing, uh, uh, and they get an extra thirty-five thousand dollars of tax-free income yeah. out from their retirement savings. So, rate of return: eight percent on one point seven million dollars, zero percent tax rate. Assumed eight percent net rate of return: one hundred and thirty-six thousand dollars. I take out thirty-five thousand dollars in this example to subsidise my part-time income. Um, my my retirement savings compound by over a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred one thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, so so uh, and it's tax free. Yes. It's all tax free. Yeah. Um. So so here's a way to really really take yeah. advantage of this, where your superannuation or your retirement savings continues to compound in retirement. If you're earning a part time income, it can be done very very tax effectively Absolutely. if you structure it right. Yep. Um. You get talked into working longer, and yeah. your twenty-five thousand dollars each becomes fifty thousand dollars each. Hey, well, that can be managed as well yeah. because you can push money into yeah. superannuation and claim it as a tax deduction. Yeah. Um, the uh, and my and my retirement savings for it's that particular year continue to, to to compound out by extra. Yeah. Because uh, I haven't had to draw. I I haven't had to fully fund my. Yes, retirement living, living for that particular yeah. year from a retirement savings. I've 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 funded it um, effectively. Part. Uh, yeah, part, part. Yeah, over um, uh, roughly two thirds of it's been funded by my part time work, and yeah. and and yeah, a third it's, it's been funded by. It's interesting. There's, I think, an overarching. Thing. We know from a. From a dollars and cents point of view, we know how valuable that part-time work is, and, mm. and we know how tax-effective it is. Is that it's mm. it's sort of a, a, a beautiful thing where you get to earn so much money tax-free, and if you earn above that, you get to contribute it into super and pay mm. a minimal rate of tax because you're pulling less money out of your retirement savings. That compounds out in a tax-free environment, mm. and any money that you do have to pull out is coming out tax. Like it's it's tax-free the whole way through. Mm. I, I don't I don't think that's intuitive to to most people, and I think there's so I think that's probably a surprise to most people is just how tax-effective that part-time work in, mm. in retirement is. The other thing that I I think that people don't intuitively get here is that you know. The retirement plan or the time at which you want to retire or that you, that you intend to finish working, that's that's just a plan until you get a better offer. So I think, mm. you know, when, when you hear about people talking about the retirement age or, you know, my retirement target, like mm. it sort of implies a set in stone thing where it sort of implies that you'll get punished if you change your mind. You know, you mm. know what I mean? So I'm going to retire at 67 and then, well, I guess I, guess I can go back to work, but... It feels like the way people talk about it, it feels as though they think there's some punitive rate of tax where it's like, well, you're a retiree who's working, you've got to pay double the yeah. rate of income tax. And it's it's actually the opposite. And so I think that's, from a financial point of view, that's the key there is not only is it not punitive, but it's it's generally much more tax effective than any income that you, that you earn when you're working full time. And I think there's also a component of this where, you know, the plan to retirement and getting talked back into work is that, it's a it's a good position to be in. It's, it's basically you you do your retirement, you do what you do what you're going to do until you get a better offer. Mm. Is is the way that I think of it. Is that right? You're spending time with family, you're traveling, you're doing those things. Mm. If someone offers you a job that you, you know you get offered a job that is not of interest to you, or mm. it's not as financially lucrative as what you would be willing to get out of bed and go to work for, 
you, you've always got the op- it's kind of the beautiful thing where you've got the option to say no hmm. there, there is no burden to say to say yes to anything that doesn't suit you perfectly but you've always got that option up your sleeve like the, and that's I think the thing is we tend to we categorize other people and we also categorize ourselves as fitting into buckets to say I am hmm. retired and I think we're seeing this now more and more that's a that's a role that we step in and out of throughout those early years of mm. retirement is, you know, I am working. Okay, now I am sort of working you know, part-time and now I'm going to stop working for six months and now I'm retired and now I am working again and okay, I've mm. got a three-month contract here. And so it's not, it's not a neat thing where you go, I'm retired and now I'm, and now I'm working and so I have to be working full-time and now I have to work for another. It's, it's just a thing that we step in and out of over mm. time in order to make the the best use of the options that are available to us at that mm. point in time, so I think that's that's to me the key here is that is the two thoughts that I had as we were as you were discussing that is that you know your plan to retire is just a is just the plan until you get a better offer, like any other plan that we make in life is that you know, we'll be working somewhere and then if if someone offered you twice as much money to do work that you enjoyed far more, well, you've always got the option to jump ship and go and do mm. that the same thing happens when you're retired. You, you are doing that until you get a better offer. The other thing I think that I was thinking about is the, the dangerous thing is because you use the example of uh, Annie and Greta who are literally sitting on a super yacht on top of a bigger mm. super yacht, you know, cruising down the Panama Canal. I think it's sort of the dangerous thing there is that we assume that it's only for people who have these sort of fun, cool, interesting jobs. Mm. And, and I think the, the benefits of people or when people get talked back into work, it's often because, it's often because there is some, there's some part of their job that they really enjoyed or that they mm. got a lot of meaning out of, they got a lot of value out of doing that work. And someone comes in with the offer to just do, just do their favorite bits of their existing work. Yeah, and and get paid quite a bit of money to do just that high value, you know, work that they enjoy the most. And so, pretty much, I think any any job that you can think of or that you have been doing in your life, if you just carved out the the ten or twenty or thirty percent of it that you really, you could always find, you could always find a portion of it that you absolutely. Really enjoy. I mean, I've had other clients in the past that have resigned. Yes, at age sixty, um, because I've told them they've had enough to retire. Yeah. And the boss has said, "Oh, I never uh, saw this coming. I thought, yeah. you, I thought we can, had. I thought I had you for another five years." Yeah. And they can said, you "Oh, just do this for me. Can you just? Well, do we this don't bit? like this, and we don't like this about our job, and we don't like this. Yeah. Oh, what if we the boss? What if we got rid of those three things that you really don't like? Yeah. They're sorry they didn't have the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> Ten years earlier yeah. or five years earlier, say say, yeah. yeah look, it, it's it's one of those things. Um, that it, it's it's a tremendously powerful." position to be in where you actually genuinely yeah. have sufficient retirement savings in your early 60s yeah um because in order to meet that condition of release yeah uh, you have to effectively end an employment arrangement yeah. so either uh, in most cases it's it's resignation yeah. from from a yeah. job yeah. Uh, a paid employment job um you in, in doing that you pick up the benefit of then being able to move your superannuation into a zero percent taxed superannuation income stream. Yeah. Uh, again, it's a rule of thumb only, but but work on the assumption that whatever balance you have, yeah. that tax saving is about one percent per year. So yeah. if you have a million dollars, it's a ten thousand dollar tax saving yeah. per year by moving from a standard 
superannuation accumulation account, which yep. is taxed at 15% on the rate of return or the earnings uh, to a 0% tax superannuation income stream. Uh, it allows me then to take a tax effective income from my superannuation income stream that doesn't show up on my yeah. tax return anywhere, yep. which in turn allows me to do part-time work uh, that I yeah, pay next to no tax on. Pay no, next to no tax on. Yep. Um, you don't need the pressure of full-time work unless you really want it yep. because you're Absolutely. effectively taking some money from your retirement savings yep. and you're taking yep. some money both very tax effective if you structure it correctly yeah um uh from from both of those sources yep and you continue to compound uh compound out your your you know your retirement savings in this example here just from a little bit of part-time work mm. uh these you know in this example uh, you, you can you can compound out your retirement savings by over a hundred thousand dollars. So first year, yeah. one point seven. You do some part time work. Yep. Draw some money. Uh, yep. On average, uh, on those assumed rates of return, hey, you've got one point eight yep. to start next year. Yep. So, like, it, it's one of those things that really, really helps compound out. Yeah. So, absolutely, we love doing this um, because the structure is is it. is one of these it's, it's one of these really, really tremendously valuable tax planning most, and most, retirement most planning other structures or most other strategies there's a to some degree there's a there's a trade-off or there's a yeah but part mm. to it so you know and, and i think the only thing with this is that you know you you have to be of an if you're 30 then obviously there's a trade-off which is that i can't be putting that money into into super to get into a pension account because i can't touch it for 30 years or yeah. i can do that but that's the trade-off i'm making but if you're in your you know late 50s 60s in particular there's just you're not giving anything up no. you know what i mean it, it's it's tax-free, tax-free earnings, tax-free income on the way out. Doesn't impact your tax-free income that you can earn from work. It's it's sort of just tax-free the whole way down. And mm. that's you know that's obviously the extreme case, but it is one of those situations where it's there's not a trade-off or there's not a thing that you're giving up to get that. It's just it's just a pure tax saving the whole way through. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks for listening. listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. For more information and resources, visit the Money Over 50 website, mo50.com.au. We look forward to catching up again soon.